Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for the ASHP Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. This series focuses on leadership topics within pharmacy practice, including the business of pharmacy, development of leadership skills, career transitions, and more. My name is Elise McDonald, and I will be your host for today. We are sitting down with House of Delegates Chair Melanie Dodd and two delegates, Mindy Burnworth and Brittany Tashane, to discuss the House of Delegates process and preparation for the upcoming ASHP summer meeting. Welcome and thanks for joining us today. So first, I would like the panel to introduce themselves. Thanks, Elise. My name is Brittany Tashane, and I'm currently a clinical pharmacist at Christiana Care in Delaware. I've been involved with ASHP currently through the past president of DSHP, and I'm a member of the Clinical Leadership SAG, and I'm happy to be here today and share my experience. Thank you, Brittany. It's an honor to be here today. I'm Mindy Burnworth, and I've been a hospital pharmacist for approximately 20 years, and I've been involved with ASHP for about that long as well. I've held many roles with ASHP and also our Arizona Pharmacy Association, our state affiliate. I was the chair of our health system academy at the state level, and that opened up many doors for me with the national ASHP organization, whereby I participated in several of the leadership retreats, and I also served on ASHP's Commission on Affiliate Relations, or the CORE. And during that time, I was able to participate and partner with ASHP on Capitol Hill during the policy week, whereby we had the opportunity to advocate and lobby for pharmacists and the hands-on activity that we do for direct patient care. Thank you, Elise, for inviting me to be here today as well. My name is Melanie Dodd, and I currently serve as the Associate Dean for Clinical Affairs at the University of New Mexico College of Pharmacy in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I work as a pharmacist clinician in geriatric ambulatory care. In terms of my experiences with ASHP, similar to Mindy, I started out with my state affiliate as well, our New Mexico Society of Health System Pharmacists, where I served on various committees and ultimately as president of our NMSHP. And during that time, I began my journey serving as a delegate for the state of New Mexico to the ASHP House of Delegates and have since now served as a delegate in the ASHP House of Delegates for now 17 years. And throughout that journey, have also had the opportunity to serve as the chair of the Council on Public Policy and have also served as the chair of the Section of Ambulatory Care Practitioners and currently am very humbled and honored to serve as the chair of the ASHP House of Delegates and a member of the board directors. Thank you all so much for those introductions. Very humbled to be on this podcast with all of you with such great experience and varied experiences within your pharmacy professional journey and also with advocacy and the ASHP House of Delegates. So some of the ASHP members may not be as familiar with the House of Delegates and what it is and why it's important. So it would be great if the panel could discuss what the House of Delegates is and why it's important for ASHP. Let's start with Melanie and then we can go to Mindy. Thank you, Elise. In terms of what is the ASHP House of Delegates? Well, it is a body of members 
from our membership of ASHP across the country. It represents delegates from all of our states, as well as delegates, usually the chair of each of the sections and forums within ASHP. All of our past presidents and our board members serve as delegates, and we also have representation from our federal and veterans affairs that sit within the House of Delegates. So they make up a broad representation of all of our membership with really primary goals to be able to represent what our core beliefs in terms of pharmacy practice and also guide the profession as we not only discuss and vote upon and establish specific policies on a wide spectrum of issues, but also we will vote upon position statements and guidance documents that help to guide us in a variety of different areas, but really trying to embrace who we are as ASHP and to be able to establish those guidance components and policies, which ultimately can support and do support what we do in terms of our advocacy at the state level, at the federal level, what we do within our health systems and provide that support for advancing pharmacy practice. Melanie, as a bridge to advancing pharmacy practice, I also want to share that I am a academician, so professor at Midwestern University College of Pharmacy in Glendale, Arizona, and I specialize in adult internal medicine, but I also have a passion for advocacy and making sure that our student pharmacists and our pharmacy technicians are aware about the ASHP House of Delegates too. So in addition to the thought leaders that Melanie already discussed with the ASHP past presidents, the elected state delegates, we also have representation from our student pharmacists on the ASHP House of Delegates, as well as our pharmacy technicians. So I always like to think of this body or that we are the thought leaders of ASHP. There's approximately 300 of us and we are the visionary experts, if you will. We're trying to create policy and statements that really advance the profession of pharmacy. And it's also important that we think about our future pharmacists as well. Thank you, Melanie and Mindy, for the description of the House of Delegates and why it's important to ASHP and also the members of ASHP and pharmacists in general. Melanie, could you talk a little bit about what the role of the chair of the House of Delegates is? Of course, yes. The chair of the House of Delegates really serves to help facilitate the process of the discussions that are happening, not only at our June in-person House of Delegates, but also throughout the year. I think it's important to recognize that our House of Delegates serves year-round. It is not a one-time and done as we meet in person at our annual meeting, which is held during the summer meeting of ASHP, but it is something that is ongoing throughout the year. So the chair is engaged during policy week, for example, also in facilitating other operational components of facilitating discussions throughout the year during our virtual house of delegates, which typically happen in November 
and then again in March and usually in May as well, which are our virtual votes on a variety of different policies as well. But really, the chair is there to help embrace the thoughts of all these amazing leaders across the country and to try to streamline those thoughts to help to facilitate the discussion on the amendments that happen on the floor of the House to help facilitate that more formal process as we use Robert's Rules of Order when we were on the floor of the House, so to be able to help guide people through that process and facilitate and really help people to take their thoughts and their intent and their desires in terms of policy and to put that into words and to help to facilitate all those discussions. Melanie, it definitely sounds like a fascinating position to be the chair of the House of Delegates, in addition to your job as a practicing pharmacist as well. So thank you for sharing. Brittany, what does it mean for someone who wants to participate as a member of the House of Delegates? And what are the perceived barriers for participation in the House? Yeah, thanks, Elise. I think that's a great question and really important for our listeners. I think something that Mindy pointed out is also really important, how there's representation not only from the state delegates, but also from the sections and the forums from ASHP, as well as past presidents. So there's a wide range of pharmacists and students with different experiences to represent the membership at House of Delegates. And I think that's a really important point because it really shows that you can get involved with House of Delegates at any point in your career and really make a contribution. So I think that is something that, you know, people have this perception that, you know, I'm not a past president or I haven't been practicing for 20 years, so I can't really contribute to anything that, you know, perspective. And it's really cool because one of the policies that we are discussing this year happens to very much pertain to my experience as an API student. And so I think that really just drives home that, you know, your voice and your experience can really matter and should be part of the conversation at any point. So I think that's definitely one of the perceived barriers. And then another one is I've never done Robert's Rule before. I don't think I can really contribute as well. And ASHP does a really nice job of orienting new delegates. So this is my first year as a delegate, um, finishing my experience up as a new practitioner as well. And I really benefited. ASHP really helps to prepare you and orient you. And the chair also thanks Chair Melanie Dodd for helping us with that orientation. It has really proved to be very helpful throughout this whole process. And also you're working with other members and other delegates who have had potentially more experience as well. So it's collaboration and learning process for everyone too. Thanks, Brittany, for sharing that commentary with us. So Brittany mentioned policy specifically regarding API students. So how do these policies start and what is the process for amending a policy? If any of you have a specific example, that would be great to share as well. Sure. So in terms of the process, in terms of, you know, where do all of these policies come from? The vast majority of the policies that we will be discussing during the House of Delegates in June originate from our councils, and we have multiple councils that represent a variety of areas of practice. The councils also meet year-round and is an opportunity for members to participate in the process, but a large portion of their work happens during our policy week in September every year. 
and each of those policies will review various contemporary issues that are within their scope of their councils. They will crosswalk that with our existing policies and really think about where do we stand on particular issues? Where do we need to move forward to address particular barriers to practice or various advocacy issues? In addition, those councils, we have a routine process by which all policies within our book of ASH policies are reviewed on a sunset every five year process. So every five years, policies are routinely reviewed, again, trying to make sure that we are remaining contemporary in terms of what is modern pharmacy practice and what are our needs. As I said, most policies do originate out of councils, but there's also the opportunity for policies to originate from our sections and forums. And this year, we have a couple of examples of that. We will be discussing this year in June, we have a policy that relates to preceptors and the obligation of each of us to be preceptors, and that originated out of the section of pharmacy educators. We do definitely have those examples from sections and forums. There is a time during the House of Delegates by which members can also participate in different ways. Every spring, there is a call for resolutions. And this is open to all members of ASHP. So if they have an issue that they would like to bring to the House of Delegates, they can do that through a resolution process. And that gets submitted, as I said, usually the deadline is sometime in March. And then that gets heard at a specific time during the House of Delegates as a resolution. Also, during the House, there will be a call for new business items. This is also another opportunity for the delegates to bring forth what they may see as more urgent issues, things that need to be addressed sooner rather than later. And they can bring those new business items to the floor of the House. Those then get pushed through our legislative policy process at a little more rapid pace because we know the urgency we've heard from the delegates. So that's another way that sometimes policies will originate is as a result of new business items. Brittany, what would you like to add? Thanks, Elise. And thanks, Chair Dodd, for that knowledge on the process throughout the whole year. One of the things like I wanted to go into a little bit more was the place of policy week within that whole process. And so I really think that ASHP does a really nice job, especially as a new delegate, kind of Again, as I mentioned before, orienting you, but then also making it a stepwise process, allowing you to have conversations throughout the year to really make sure that you're ready for the House of Delegates session at the summer meeting. So Policy Week is an important part of that, where you're really able to meet with delegates within your region or a smaller group and really have those discussions. And it's a two-day event or one-day virtual where you're able to have these discussions and have delegates who have varying experiences really add their perspective. And it was a really cool experience to not only see delegates who've had more experience, how they approach policies, but really add my experience as well. And so it was a great learning experience, but also really exciting to be able to make small changes in policies that can really affect the profession as well. So I think that was really cool. And then also another part of the regional delegate conference that was very beneficial is we were able to do a mock House of Delegates, where we did the role play for the House of Delegates session. We actually had a past chair of the House of Delegates as part of our RDC. And so we were able to have him play as the House of Delegates chair, and we were able to play as delegates. And that really is all leading towards us being ready for the actual House of Delegates. Thank you for that input, Brittany. Now I'd like to give Mindy some time to provide her thoughts on this question. 
being a seasoned delegate for the state of Arizona, I think I'm going into my maybe 18th year as a delegate. I think it really all comes back to the same, let's collaborate and advocate. So what do I mean by that? It may be beneficial to think about different areas where a recommendation or a policy can be brought from. And I think Brittany and Melanie did a fabulous job of talking about the councils and policy week. But what about the grassroots efforts out there? This could be a hallway conversation that you're having with somebody at your local hospital. It could be a conversation that you're having with a pharmacy student or a pharmacy technician. Or you could be on a committee and an interesting topic comes up. A perfect example would be advocacy in itself. So I remember I was at a committee meeting for ASHP, and this was for the Advocacy and Political Action Committee Advisory Board. And we were like, hey, do we have a statement on advocacy as a professional responsibility? And what we discovered was, wow, we don't actually have a formal statement on this. So a group of the committee members, as well as other delegates, collaborated, got together, put together some draft language that we thought may be beneficial or speak to advocacy as a professional responsibility. And during the Summer House of Delegates meeting, we presented that at the microphone as a potential recommendation for consideration at the next policy week. And during policy week, the council debated and drafted out language. And then the following year, that statement on advocacy as a professional responsibility was voted on during the House of Delegates. And now we have a formal statement whereby ASHP staff members and ASHP members can fall back on and say that ASHP, we believe in advocating for our profession. We believe in advocating for our patients. And here is a statement with justification and resources that further support advocacy as a professional responsibility. What a wonderful example of the advocacy grassroots efforts in action. Thank you for sharing that, Mindy. Melanie mentioned that any ASHP member may submit a resolution. So I would like to hear your thoughts on other ways that ASHP members can participate in advocacy efforts without being a delegate. I think there are a large number of ways that our members can be advocates on a daily basis. And I think it starts at the local level. Mindy earlier mentioned the role of our students who are powerful advocates at every one of our schools and colleges of pharmacy across this country. So really starting there and as we move throughout our careers as new practitioners and then become more seasoned practitioners, we each have a really powerful voice in terms of moving our profession forward. And in terms of thinking about, well, what does that look like? Well, that may be doing something more formal where maybe at your state level, you are going up to your state legislative bodies during their annual house or however they meet and speaking with regards to a bill that may be considered. It may be writing 
to your representatives. It may be putting together a letter. It may be providing education. It could be at a state affiliate meeting. It could be right within your health systems and thinking about even how do we move our policies forward. So we establish these policies, but by no means do we as ASHP intend them to sit on a shelf. These are live intentional policies that we want to put into action. So it's important for each of us as members to use those policies on a regular basis. And you may be somebody that is sitting in a position where you're in the C-suite within your health system. You may be a staff pharmacist. You may be a student intern. Wherever you are in those roles, I think it's important that we educate each other as a pharmacy profession, but also educating our interprofessional teams to help them understand what we believe and what we think is best practice and where we want to move forward. So I think those are elements of advocacy. And then I know our governmental affairs group within ASHP does an amazing job of being our voice on the Hill in Washington, D.C., as well as providing us with resources at the state level to move our state issues and state policies and bills forward. And as ASHP members, you likely are already receiving notifications on a fairly regular basis. We know when various bills are going to be in front of the House or the Senate or in front of a House committee, and there are issues that are impacting us in terms of pharmacy practice. And those are great opportunities for you to take advantage of clicking that contact my representative button and express your voice and encourage others to express your voice, especially as you look at the particular issue, you realize how it impacts what you do on a day-to-day basis. So there's certainly, in addition to all the ways that we've talked about in terms of being involved in councils, being involved as a delegate, being involved in sections or section advisory groups, you as a member, as a pharmacist, as a pharmacy technician, as a student pharmacist, have powerful roles and powerful voices to move this profession forward. So I encourage each and every one of you to get involved. Thank you for those examples, Melanie. I want to echo that the staff for ASHP and the government relations group, they are truly amazing and they do wonderful work for the pharmacy profession as a whole. Mindy, what additional ways do you think that an ASAP member could participate in advocacy efforts, but not necessarily be a delegate? Fellow Delegate McDonald, thank you. And Madam Chair Dodd, do you see how I dropped in our parliamentarian language in there? But don't worry, ASHP, they train you and they bring you up to speed on all of that terminology. But I have to say that one of my favorite times of the year is when the pharmacy workforce here in Arizona paint our state capital white. So what does that mean? This is actually PDAC or Pharmacy Day at the Capitol. And this is when the student pharmacists from all of the colleges of pharmacy in Arizona and practicing pharmacists from all the different areas and our technicians go down to the Arizona State Capitol. And we provide education about what pharmacists do, what type of training we have. We provide lunch for the representatives, and we're really down there to be the pharmacy presence, i.e. painting the capital white. So you don't have to be a delegate at the national level. You can do stuff right here at the state level, at the local level. 
And you could even volunteer to go and provide your perspective about advocacy at a local college of pharmacy or student pharmacy organization group. I know in our area, we actually have several pre-pharmacy groups. So these are individuals that think that they want to pursue pharmacy. So how do we keep those motivated individuals coming into our profession and our field? And part of the way that we do that is by word of mouth power. Just getting out there and sharing what we do as a pharmacist, how have we impacted the care of a patient in a hospital setting or even in a clinic setting, really sharing those personal stories because those are the things that are really going to be most meaningful and most memorable for somebody that's debating about getting involved with the policy process or advocacy in general. So pay it forward. And Mindy, I love all those examples. And just to expand upon that a little bit more, I think there are some great opportunities, again, for our students and pharmacists on the whole to really talk about what we do as pharmacists and to show what we do as pharmacists. And as you said, that may be providing presentations, that may be getting involved with screenings. Maybe you go to a community center, a senior center, a elementary school to talk about appropriate use of medications and poison prevention, or you're talking with your seniors about fall prevention, or you're out doing a diabetes screening. It's participating in career fairs at your high school and your community colleges. Those are all tremendous ways to pay it forward to really share what we do as pharmacists and to improve the health of our communities. Yeah, Melanie and Mindy, I agree 100% with getting involved at the student level. And even as a more experienced pharmacist, if you haven't been involved in the House of Delegates, we have our upcoming summer meeting, which I think is a great opportunity to go and watch and see what the House of Delegates is all about. Kind of thinking about my journey, I first learned about the House of Delegates when I was a student and was attending the specific Sunday for the students were you able to go just for a single day and have specific student programming. And I was really lucky. One of the faculty members at Jefferson, when I was a student there, was a past president of ASHP. And he came back and kind of explained the whole process. You're able to go in and watch it all. And that was a pivotal moment for me. And, you know, I really encourage you to attend summer meeting to really be able to have that experience. I think it's really an eye-opening experience. Thank you so much for that insight, Brittany, Mindy, and Melanie. I really appreciate it. You guys have mentioned that there is opportunity at the summer meeting to attend the House of Delegates session. So those sessions for this year are on Sunday, June 10th from 1 to 5, and then Tuesday, June 12th from 4 to 6. As well as there are other exciting activities at the summer meeting as well, including a fantastic schedule of CE sessions with different tracks. So the tracks are medication safety, specialty pharmacy, community pharmacy, and ambulatory care, as well as the influencers and innovators. Additionally, don't forget about networking. You know, that can lead to some great grassroots advocacy efforts as well. So that's all the time that we have today. I sincerely want to thank Melanie, Mindy, and Brittany for joining us today to discuss the ASHP policy process, and House of Delegate activities. We hope that you found this conversation helpful and that we were able to demystify the ASHP House of Delegates for you. Even more importantly, we hope this conversation 
has inspired you to get involved with the advocacy of the pharmacy profession in a way that fits your stage of your career. There is no wrong way to collaborate and advocate, just to paraphrase Mindy. So we look forward to seeing many of you at the summer meeting in Baltimore. Additionally, please see the show notes for more information on the policies that will be discussed at the House of Delegates session. Find more member-exclusive content, including resources for self-development, leading pharmacy enterprises and teams, and practice management on the ASHP website. Thank you for joining us today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe at ASHP Official Podcast. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.